the Pinball Network is online. Launching Final Round Pinball Podcast. Player versus player and player versus machine. Welcome to the final round. Hello, my name is Jeff Teolis. My name is Martin Robbins. Welcome to a very special episode of the Final Round Pinball Podcast. Live from Pittsburgh, you wish. Uh well, I, I kind of wish. I wasn't gonna go to Pinburg this year. I thought I'd take a year off and go next year. Turns out, we've all taken a year off. Or have we? We'll get to that in a second. This is kind of a special edition of Final Round. Normally we come out every other Wednesday and you're thinking, well, wait a minute, it's the weekend. Well, it's an advanced copy, but again, because <laughs> of Pinburg, we all have that void right now, Marty. We're we're missing that competition. You've been there a few times. A thousand players, the whipped tournament, 128 women, the intergalactic. Intergalactic, yeah. There's so much to do. It's like it's everyone's favorite place. It is. And I've got to say, look, I love Pinburg and I love the tournament. I love the frenetic nature of it. It's really intense. I gotta tell you this some fun. this is gonna be really funny. There are a couple of other things that I love about Pinburg, which are a little bit I don't know, left of center. First one isn't. First one is I love I love coming back to the people that I've met year on year. It's it's just like this it is, everyone says it's like a family reunion. It is. But here's the other thing that's just a little bit weird. What I love about Pinburg is replay effects. Because you've got to remember it's not just the pinball tournament. It's also a gaming festival. So you've got lots of vendors selling their wares. But it's not just pinball. There's also video games. There's consoles. There's arcade games. And there's a section I love. And it's the, the rhythm action section. Where you... <laughs> You know, like you've seen it. You've got the, the yeah. games where you've got a you've got a drum or you've got to push the buttons in time. Like all the B Mania type games or the DJ games. Uh, it, it's this weird thing because as you walk in, that's kind of like the first thing that you see. And I get this real amazing sense of nostalgia every time I walk in and I see that rhythm action. I'm thinking, do I go down to Pinburg and register or do I just have a quick game on one of these games? And invariably, I have a quick game first. Are you like a Dance Dance Revolution guy? I'm not a dance dance revolution, so I'm not a stand there and dance, but I am a drum mania, uh, guitar hero, um, uh, and, and sort of those, those DJs with the decks kind of things. I, I like those, those kinds of games. We have to play. I would love to do that. I, I remember when Guitar Hero came out in Rock Band, and you know I play the drums and whatnot, but I've heard this from people who play guitar. When you go and play the guitar, it's like, that's not how you play it. You have to basically forget what you know. And I found Correct. the same thing with drumming. I'm, I'm listening to the song. I'm like, I want to go here, here, here. But that's not where the red pad is. or that. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's so interesting. Still fun. When you come back to Australia, we'll have a, a drum off. Okay. I did not know that about you. Mm, there you go. Yeah. I, um, I play musical instruments and I say instruments multi-instruments from the age of four well it doesn't surprise me uh, you you come across as a guy who likes to beat the skins anyway um, 
I, I have to do a, like a slam tilt kind of joke every yeah, every episode, time. You know? Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> I have to lower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of slam tilt, I wonder if we'll hear from those guys a little bit later. Foreshadowing, Marty. <laughs> there you go. What are we doing on this episode? It is a special episode, as we said. We are doing something we tried before, but maybe a little more mature version, past joke not included. We're going to have a pinball trivia contest, and it's the biggest one in podcast history. Do we know that for a fact? Just go with it. Yeah, okay. Definitely the biggest in podcast history. And so let's face it, this is our third round of trivia. We had the Yeg Pin Challenge. We had the Pin Fest Challenge. And now, the Pinberg Challenge here on Final Round. By the way, this time, we're doing it sober. Hmm. I would say maybe not all of us. Well, some didn't get the note, but you and I (laughs) are being on our best behavior. You'd think it would make it an easier episode to record. Well, uh, trying to get 32 people together virtually, uh... I think that was ambitious, maybe a bit of wishful thinking that it would all be smooth. How did it turn out, Jeff? Before we get to that answer, don't you appreciate even more when you see something, the magnitude of Pinberg and a thousand players and how well organized it is? Yeah. Yep. And we fuck it up with 32? <laughs> <laughs> okay. In our defense... Though it's hard to defend something that involves 34 people versus a thousand and and plus all the the organizers. This is our really our second time that we've tried to put people together and our most ambitious. They've got years of experience to have that as the the well-oiled machine that is Pimberg. So here was the idea. We put it on our Facebook page, which you should be joining, by the way. If you're listening to this program and you haven't clicked like to the final round pinball page. Please do. What the hell is wrong with you? The same for our Instagram account. You can avoid our Twitter. There's nothing on there yet. But (laughs) our our Instagram, final round pinball. My God, you've got to get on there. There's so much good stuff. Like being able to enter in this contest you're about to hear. Anyway, 32 people came on board. We put them in groups of four, just like Pinberg. Eight different rounds, similar to Pinberg in a way. Anyway, we tried to Pinberg it up as much as we could. 32 people, and then we had an A finals and a B finals. You're about to hear this. It's very exciting. But let's go behind the scenes. It was hard to organize. So we decided to do it on Skype because Zoom certainly works, but not so much for audio. Skype seems to be the better audio you and I have found, right, Marty? Yeah, correct. For for ease of recording and editing later, it, it certainly is. So, we have Skype audio, which you're going to hear. We needed the video as well, because we needed to see the players when they held up cards for, oh, I don't know, you know, is it A, B, C, or D, or things like that. So, we had to have a visual side of it. Seems pretty easy. How did that not work? Well, you got to let these 32 people know, all right, here's when we're going to start, and here's roughly the time we're going to start. Imagine if in the first group, oh, I don't know, the internet connection doesn't work. Their microphone (laughs) doesn't work. The camera doesn't work. You have to explain the rules. They don't understand. What does that do for every other group? Yeah, pushes it back. And we, I think we had allowed, what, 15 minute slots? Yep. Once we got them on air, it was 15 minutes. We were right. Yeah, it was probably about 25 to 30 minutes 
between just to get everybody up and running. So I think it pushed, pushed it out by about an hour in the end. So apologies to those, again, that played because there were some delays. But thank goodness they were all troopers. They were excited to play. We got them on. You're going to hear this. And uh, I want to thank a few people. You're the first person because normally I'm the guy who edits all this stuff. And whoo, not Mm -hmm. easy to do. So Marty stepped in, gave me a massive hand with this. So thanks, Marty, for doing that. Well, I'm mid-edit. And this is what you don't know, guys. I don't know how long the final episode is going to be. But what I can tell you is that we recorded for five hours and so i've got to edit a five hour multi-track recording down to whatever we get at the end thanks marty <laughs> my pleasure david DeSlover from ulick store provided us uh, some lovely trophies that we gave to our a final and b final winners but also from vermont steve daniels was kind enough to provide a bunch of trivia questions that we use some of those and appreciate that and there are some other thank yous But those are surprises you'll hear as we play the show. We had a lot of fun, Marty. Shall we get to it? Let's get to it now. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the final round, Pinberg Challenge 2020. All right, let's get to group number one, the Pinberg Challenge. It's the next best thing to being there in Pittsburgh. So here we go. Let's say hi to our contestants. It is part of the second chance group. Yes, these people have all played pinball trivia before on final round, and they all were terrible. They never made it to the rafters. That's okay. Second chance. We're staying in Pennsylvania, but not quite Pittsburgh. In fact, Philadelphia. Corey Hulse joins us right now. Hey, Corey, how are you? Hello there. You've been to four different Pinbergs. You're part of the Pin Crossing Players Association. You run PinFest, and you created PinballSpinner.com. You should be able to do well in pinball trivia. I am so excited. I've memorized all the resource guides. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Awesome. Famous last words. You know him. You love him. He is a staple at the Sunshine Laundromat. One of the top players in the world, too. He has been to a few Pinbergs. From Brooklyn, New York, Greg Pavarelli. Hey, Greg, how are you? What's up, Jeff? Thanks for having me. Looking forward to finally uh, winning a Pinberg round today. Okay, we're going to Middletown, Delaware for our third member. He also played before. Didn't do so well, but always a good friend to Pinball Podcasts, Joe Fox. Hey, Joe, how are you? Good, Jeff. How are you? All right. You got to do a little better this time, Joe. I was expecting more for a guy who's with First State Flippers. I plan on doing better tonight with not as much alcohol in my system. I don't know if that's good or bad. What do you think, Marty? Mm, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. A bit of liquid courage. Doesn't hurt. Rounding out our final four group. Robert Byers from Austin, Texas, and you also know him from Top Rope Pinball. Hello, Robert. Hi, hey, how are you doing, guys? Looking forward to another opportunity. (laughs) Excellent. You're representing Buffalo Billiards, their monthlies, and you've been to four Pinbergs, so it's going to be one of you for advancing to the final round. We have four questions. There'll be a question about an EM, a question about a solid state, a question about a modern game, and also a miscellaneous question. Shall we get to it? Let's go. Trivia, watch. All right, here we go. Question one. Which game does not feature a toy toilet on the playfield? A. South Park. B. Lethal Weapon 3. C. Junkyard. Or D. Austin Powers. Put up your cards. Don't show us the answer. When everyone's up, we'll let them go. All right, flip them over. Everybody knew the answer, Marty. That's correct. The answer is Lethal Weapon 3. 
There is a toilet. It's just not on the play field. <laughs> there you go. So look at that. You all got one point. Pretty impressive. Easy game. I just want to say I have been drinking. I didn't realize that that wasn't included in the game. <laughs> yeah, I thought this option. was the last one. I, I, mean, I apologize. It was a toilet question. So was the answer B for butt? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Correct. Okay, guys, here we go. The next question, it's an audio question, and it comes from a person that all beat you the last time you played. Let's say hi to Ryan Kuiper, TurboGrafx-7, the winner of the final round PinFest Championship. In a recent interview, Roger Sharp was talking about one of the games he had a hand in designing, which was Barracora by Williams. What did Roger Sharp say was the original name intended for Barracora? A is Navy Pier, B is Las Vegas, C is Marvella, and D is Serpent. Ready, go, flip. Well, okay. The answer is B, Las Vegas. Come on, Greg, you don't know the answer. You're supposed to go with B. Mm -hmm. Podcast watch. Doesn't even seem like it would make sense for Barracora. The double the R in Barracor. He mentioned on Pinball Profile recently, yeah, it was going to be called Las Vegas. So two points for everybody, one point for Greg Pavarelli. We go on to question number three, Marty. Which designer created the playfield for Lexi Lightspeed? Was it A, Pat Lawler, B, Dennis Nordman, C, Barry Ausler, or D, Mark Ritchie? Okay, flip. Okay. The answer was, Marty. B, Dennis Nordman. And we had nobody get it right. We had guesses for Barry Ausler and Mark Ritchie, but it was, in fact, Dennis Nordman. No points there. It comes down to the final question. This is not a multiple choice question. You'll need a blank piece of paper and write down your answer. The answer we're looking for is between 5,000 and 20,000. Closest to, if there's a tie, under beats over. Marty, what is our final question? So the question is, how many units of Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy were made? Looking for an answer between 5,000 and 20,000. Four seconds. Three, two, and one. Let's see what you got. Flip it over. We have Corey with 15,821. We have Robert Byers, 12,500. Greg and Robert have the exact same number. Joe went with 12,100. Marty, what was the correct answer? The correct answer is 16,155. The winner, Corey Hulse, goes on. He advances to the semifinals here at the Pinburg Challenge. So we say so long to Joe Fox, Robert Byers, and Greg Pavarelli. Joe, thank you very much for playing once again. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. Good seeing you guys. It's a house ball like every other Pinburg. <laughs> <laughs> And Robert will catch you on top rope pinball. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Time for our second group. It's the Wayne Gretzky division here. And introducing four amazing players with some sort of Gretzky tie-in. The first will be obvious because they're good old Canucks there, Marty. Good old Canadian boys. We start off with a guy who's a staple at Pinburg because after every Pinburg, if you go to Facebook, you'll see all these new profile pictures, and good chance Joe Cherovino was the guy who took them. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Marty. Hey, everybody. How you doing? 
Good, good. Joe is representing City Pinball in Toronto out of Cabin Fever, so best of luck, Joe. All right, and Kevin Chow is our next person. He's from Bluffs Pinball, also near Toronto, Ontario, in Scarborough. And let me just tell you something about Kevin. He's been running weekly trivia challenges. So, Kevin, you're maybe the early favorite. <laughs> oh, boy, I don't think so. <laughs> I checked uh, mybookie.net. Marty, it's definitely Kevin Chow. He's the guy to beat. I'm putting a bet on right now. Don't put your bets down on me. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you don't want to count this guy out because he has been in the top 50 top 30 players in the world for a long long time that either means he's good or he's old or he's both he's phil birnbaum from ottawa ontario (laughs) hi jeff (laughs) (laughs) how are you buddy i'm doing all right how are you good you're no stranger to pinberg what's your best ever pinberg result i'm curious oh i think uh in the top 20 maybe two years ago I don't even remember. I didn't win. That's all. That's usually all I remember is that I didn't win. Yeah. Nobody listening is feeling sorry for Phil Birnbaum because you have your share of wins. But good luck today. Those are the three Canucks. But this is the Wayne Gretzky division. Why do we have this other person there? Because he's a former hockey player himself. But you probably know him better as one of the hosts of the super awesome pinball show, pinball artist extraordinaire, Christopher Franchi. Hey, Christopher, how are you? Hello, Jeff and Marty and boys. Are you excited to play in... Oh, he's holding up his Twippy right now for, for the monsters. <laughs> the one that's not smashed? <laughs> yeah, these guys got... Right. These guys got all these pinball trophies. This is the only one I have, so I got to show something off. <laughs> well, a lot of people have your trophies, whether it be behind me right there, Guardians of the Galaxy, Batman 66, the Munsters, and the Beatles, and who knows what else is coming. So good luck today in the Pinberg Challenge here on Final Round. Are we ready, Marty? We are ready indeed. Everyone ready for question number one? All right. So a reminder, there's going to be a question about electromechanicals, a question about solid state, a question about modern, and then there's going to be a question about anything. Here we go. This is not an ABCD. This is you now need to write on a piece of paper the answer to this. On Creature from the Black Lagoon, what word do you need to spell in multiball to increase your scoring multiplier? They're writing it down. All right, you ready? <laughs> Everybody's got a different answer. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just read the answers. So Joe Cherovino wrote 1957, Phil Birnbaum, Kiss, Hot Dog for Kevin Chow, and drive-in for Christopher Franchi. I do want to point out, this was the easy question in the group. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why go, boys? I do also want to point out that um, there were a lot of house balls there. All right, so the answer to this question is you need to spell creature. That shit. When it goes around and around, it spells the word creature. In the uh. Don't worry, there's three more questions. Piece of cake. Here we go. Question two. This one is an A, B, C, or D multiple choice. On Bobby or Power Play, how many star rollovers are there? A, four, B, six, C, eight, or D, ten? All right. Well, the answer is D, ten. So Phil gets that. Phil Birnbaum with the win on that one. Okay. So Phil's got one point. Everyone else still in the game. 
Now, there are a few Canadians in this group. They might like this question, but I bet they don't know the answer to it. It's multiple choice, A, B, C, or D. Okay, everyone? Okay. Which Pimberg champion, other than Adam Becker, is half Canadian? Is it A, Zach Sharp, B, Keith Elwin, C, Jim Belsito, or D, Colin McAlpine? Three seconds, A, B, C, D. Everybody show your signs and your answers. The answer is B, Keith Elwin. So that's Chris Franchi with the win. Keith Elwin's dad is from just outside of Windsor, Ontario. I bet you didn't know that. Keith's half Canuck. We're taking claim to it, boys. But I did. I got the point. (laughs) So Franchi and Phil are tied with one. I'm coming for you, Phil. I'm I'm ready. Let me just explain this. All right. You're going to write down the answer. It's an audio one. We're looking for a number between 500 and 2,000. 500 and 2,000. The closest person will get two points. The second closest will get one. If there's a tie, we'll go under beats over. Okay? Here is former Pinberg champ Adam Becker with your final question. Here's a question about one of the best Sterns probably made of all time. How many units of Stern Electronics Stargazer were made in 1980? Everybody, hold it up. Joe Cherovino wrote 1,700. Phil Birnbaum, 914. Kevin Chow, 701. And Christopher Franchi was 1,600. Marty, what was the answer? The answer is 869. 869. Phil Birnbaum with two points. Kevin with one point. That means Phil Birnbaum advances. Congratulations, Phil. Thank you. I told you you could win. No shame, everyone else. Uh, some tough questions. Let's say goodbye to Joe Cherovino and uh, look forward to seeing you and at City Pinball and everything you do. And uh, hope uh, the camera's ready because uh, we're looking for some great photos there, Joe. Thanks for having me. Kevin, you were close. That burn bomb, it's not like the first time he hasn't beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the burn. I just lost money on mybookie.net. I want you to know that, Kevin. And Christopher Franchi, what can we say? Pretty good for a guy who's not a pinball competitor. You've got some answers right there. And by the way, great things on the super awesome pinball show. And I can hear Barlow in the background. Yeah, that's Barlow. And it might to understand there'll be no parting gifts. <laughs> <laughs> no consolation prizes. <laughs> Barlow, shut up. <laughs> Your consolation is you get to go walk Barlow. Congrats. Well done. Yeah. Wants me to scratch his tummy. Thanks, guys. I had a good time. All the best, everybody. Bill, keep it up, man. Keep going. Thanks, I'll do what I can. Okay, Joe, Kevin, Christopher, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Thank you. It's time for our next group. We're calling it the Louisville Arcade Expo because I think they all have had some association or been to that once or twice. I think I've seen every one of them there, in fact. We'll first say hi to Chad Hobbs. Hey, Chad, how are you? I'm doing good. You're part of the NKY Pinball League? I am. I am. And I also run a pinball zine called Pinheads, Cincinnati Pinball Zine. Well, Cincinnati is near and dear to the next guest because of a little tournament he runs there. It's uh, now a couple years old. Pincinnati, you know him as Chuck Work. We call him Eric Wurtenberger. Hey, Eric, how are you? Hey, how's it going, everybody? How are things in Independence, Kentucky? Uh, they're going good. We're just uh, staying safe and healthy, quarantined, and luckily I got pinball at home. So, 
And you're also an NKY pinball leaguer, aren't you? Yes, sir. Chad Hobbs kicked my ass in finals last year, and I was not happy about it. (laughs) Chance for revenge here at the final round pinball challenge. Yes, sir. But you're going to have to go up against uh, some very good competitors. We go to Georgia right now. The first time I met him was, in fact, at the Louisville Arcade Expo a few years ago. Alex Ward. Hey, Alex, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Are you excited? I know you love Pinburg. You usually go with your family. This is the next best thing. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I like being here in the digital with you guys. Well, you say that now, but you don't know who our next guest is, and he causes chaos in Alabama. All the time. Yes, he does. (laughs) Your state rep, Chris Warren. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, Jeff. How's it going, man? How are you at Pinball Trivia? I know you're pretty good at uh, actual pinball. Uh... It depends on what kind of questions we're talking about. Uh, You didn't have John Cawson make any of these questions, did you? (laughs) Because I won't get any of those. (laughs) Marty, what do you think? No, I well, close enough. I'm I'm also Australian, and I've put some questions here, so maybe. Oh, boy. I think you're screwed, Chris. Let's get to it. (laughs) Okay, the first question is actually an audio question. Because you're playing in the final round pinball challenge... You're actually trying to win a trophy from Mulek's store. So why don't we go to the source himself? Hey, it's Dave DeSlover from MulekStore.com. On the pinball machine, Royal Flush, how many drop targets are there? Write down your answer, please. You have four seconds. Closest to, if there's a tie, under beats over. Two. One. Okay. We got Chad's given us 16. Alex has given us 12. Eric's given us 10. Chris has given us 5. The correct answer, Marty, is 9. There's one ace, there's one 10, and then two kings, queens, and jacks. Uh, That doesn't work out. There's three queens. (laughs) (laughs) I have it five feet away, and I still didn't get it right. (laughs) (laughs) Who has it five feet away? I do, but I can't see it. I was just trying to picture it. Yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn it was 10. I thought I it was well. 10. <laughs> I can go count them real quick. <laughs> Who got that right? That would be Eric. Eric. Okay, your next question. In The Simpsons Pinball Party, which character does not have a call out? A. Mr. Burns. B. Cletus. C. Comic Book Guy. Or D, Grandpa Simpson. Turn it around. Yep, everyone. So we've got two D's and two A's. Come on, D. The correct answer is A, Mr. Burns. (laughs) (laughs) We're both old. (laughs) I think one of the callouts Grandpa Simpson does is, when I played, we didn't have flippers. Sorry. <laughs> All right, two people got that right, Chad and Chris Warren. So here's your scoring. One point for Chad, Eric, and Chris Warren. Alex, you're still in it. Here we go, question number three. In the game Black Hole, how many pop bumpers are there? Multiple choice. Is it A, 2, B, 3, C, 4, or D, Six. Your answers, please. The answer is D6. Oh. Ah. Remember, 
Black Hole's also got pop bumpers underneath. In the under, yeah, shoot. <laughs> All right. Our final question is about an EM machine. Marty, good luck. Which of the following electromechanical machines was not manufactured by Williams? A. Space Lab. B. Space Odyssey. C. Space Mission. D. Space Time. Oh, God. Hmm. I'm second guessing myself. All right, so they were Space Lab, Space Odyssey, Space Mission, or Space Time. Everyone ready with their answers? Chris Warren had Space Mission, everyone else had Space Time. Marty, what's the answer? The answer is D, Space Time. Oh, touchdown! Eric Wurtenberger with the win. He's advancing to the semifinals. I will say we had two EM questions. So <laughs> we had Royal Flush and Space Time. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Those questions were good. We've been doing a uh, – Hobbs has been running a trivia thing during this quarantine, and we've been doing a pinball trivia, so this is – yeah, this is fun. You got revenge on him from NKY. Take that, Hobbs. Now, next one's July 14th, 9 o'clock Eastern. Thank you, Chad, for playing. Uh, appreciate it. All the best to you. All right, buddy? Thank you. Thanks for doing this. It was fun. And Alex Ward, you came on strong there at the end with the correct answer. It wasn't enough. This was exciting, actually. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I like trivia. Now I'm very interested in pinball trivia, so I guess I'll buy all those compendium books now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex. All the best to you, buddy. Thank you. And Chris Warren, in a last-ditch effort, trying to win some votes, puts up a pinball profile logo behind him. (laughs) I mean, Marty, I'd like to give you a point. Marty will have none of it, though. I got a better one for you, Jeff. How about this one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now you totally... He just put up a picture of Josh Sharp and I. Now you totally lost. Minus points for that. Chris Warren, all the best, buddy. Uh, hope to see you guys soon. Stay safe, everyone. All right? We'll see you hopefully down the road. It was fun. See you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. It's time for group number four of the final round Pinberg Challenge. We call this group the Thank You Division. Why? Because without these wonderful people, Pinberg doesn't exist. Somebody has to give up their time and let us play. You need TDs. You need techs. You need scorekeepers. You need volunteers galore. And thanks to so many great people, we have the biggest tournament in the world. And here are four of them right now. In fact, we tried to get James Kuntz on, who does a lot behind Papa Pinball. Uh, But we have four wonderful volunteers. Let's first say hi to would have been your TD of the Intergalactic Championship this year. His name is Brian Dye. Hey, Brian, how are you? What's going on, Jeff and Marty? How are you guys doing? Good, mate. Good. Good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. It's nice to get you four to be able to play because you have to give up your time. So thank you, Brian, for everything you do. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Also joining us, let's say hi to Colin Dundas. How are you doing? Great, Colin. And what do you do with Pinberg? And why are you so wonderful? I mean, basically gloat about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I run the uh, kickback tournament that's uh, Pinberg weekend, as well as uh, I kind of help out with a lot of the Papa TV production around the whole thing. So just whatever I can get my hands on. 
Wow, that's a lot of stuff. It's going to be hard for the next person to follow that. But that's what Petey Hendricks has to do. Petey, yourself, and Virginia, I always see you at Pinburg. And I see you at other Pittsburgh events, too. Always helping out, whether it be Papa, which we're looking forward to in 2021. How are you doing, Petey? Not too bad, Jeff. Actually, I'm heartbroken. I saw the weather for Pittsburgh, 90 degrees every day, and I just had this sinking feeling in my heart that I'm missing the opportunity to work at 12 hours Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in a 101-degree building. It's just it's a great loss. Smelling of garbage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you guys I'd shower this year. <laughs> I heard another voice, and boy, she has done a lot in the Pittsburgh area, and one of the big reasons Pinburg and ReplayFX has grown over the years, especially when you look at what this woman has done with Kate Martin, Jessica DiNardo, and others for the Whipped, the largest women's tournament in the world, 128 players last year. Uh, Holly Koskinen was your Whipped champion. Joining us right now, Elizabeth Cromwell. Hi, Elizabeth. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm good. By the way, everyone has masks, Marty. How cool is that? I mean, these are responsible people. Absolutely. I also can't help notice uh, you have got an amazing pinball collection behind you, Elizabeth. Uh, yes. In the, in the other room, there is an Attack from Mars. But uh, right here, I've got a, a flip side and then a very teeny tiny Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that is fully functioning and completely amazing. So I'm really proud of this. It totally works. It totally lights up. You can actually play the Data East Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on this tiny little $15 game from Urban Outfitters. It's it's fun. 15 bucks. That's about the same price as the uh, big version. Okay, maybe not. Anyway, let's get to it. Uh, you know the rules. All right, four questions, and Marty is going to kick it off. Okay, so this is a multiple-choice question. Which of the following electromechanical games was not also made as a solid-state machine? A. Joker Poker B. Charlie's Angels C. Grand Prix or D. Cleopatra So three of those machines were made as an EM and a solid-state. So which one wasn't made as a solid-state as well as an EM? Joker Poker, Charlie's Angels, Grand Prix or Cleopatra. If you're all ready, Colin and Elizabeth with B. They thought it was Charlie's Angels. Incorrect. Were Brian and Petey correct with Grand Prix, Marty? They were indeed correct. Side note, there were actually five prototypes of a solid-state Grand Prix made, but they never put it into production. We've got Brian and Petey with the lead after one game. One point for each of those. Question two. Excluding Bonsai Run, how many non-standard-sized pinball machines has Pat Lawler designed? A, one, B, two, C, three, or D, four? Does a, a wide body count as a non-standard machine? Correct. Change that. <laughs> <laughs> Answers, please. So we've got three Cs and a B. Colin has given us a B. Everybody else has got C. And the answer is... C. There's three of them. What are the three other games? We've got Twilight Zone, Red and Ted's Roadshow, and Safecracker. Yeah, I started out with A for Safecracker, thinking that uh, Widebody counted as standard, and then 
So I'm glad Brian asked the question. <laughs> the answer Brian. was E, all of them. All of them. I'm, I'm here for blood. <laughs> so here's what we have right now. It's two points for Brian and Petey, Elizabeth with one, Colin. Looking good for this one. All right, buddy, here we go. And it's an audio question. We talk about great volunteers. A past Pinberg volunteer has a question for you. This is Tracy Lindbergh from Arizona, your final round Yegpin Challenge 2020 champion. According to the International Pinball Database, which of these electromechanical pinball machines was the first to feature multiple banks of drop targets? Was it A. Volley? B. 2001? C. Jungle Queen? Or D. Joker Poker. Okay, let's have your answers. The answer we were looking for was 2001. B. But no one got that right. Okay. Two points for Brian, two for PD, one for Elizabeth, Colin with zero. The closest person will get a point. If you get it right on, you'll get two points. Okay. In the Jersey Jack pinball machine, The Hobbit, how many modes are there? Let's find out what the answer is. I'll just say what everyone has. <laughs> Hold on. So, Petey has 15. Colin has 18. Brian has 42. And Elizabeth is taking it on the safe route and putting 295. <laughs> that does- will be on Kiefer's next update, I'm sure. It does feel like that. I'm going to say no to that, Elizabeth. So... We'll knock you out there. Petey had 15. Too low, my friend. So it's between Colin and Brian. The actual number was 31. Brian is the closest. Brian is going to be advancing to the final round semifinals of the Pinberg Challenge. So I on the 2001 question, I own a 2001 and I knew that answer and I held up the wrong sheet of paper. <laughs> Well, good thing you got through. You would have been kicking yourself. Oh, well, it was like, all oh, the answer is B, and I turned my sheet of paper around. I was like, oh, good. Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> remember, Brian, you're a tournament director. Even when you're wrong, you're right. <laughs> Congratulations, Brian. Thank you very much. I want to thank you once again. And, Marty, I know you've been to Pinburg too. You know how important it is. Marty flies from Australia to come to Pinburg. That's how big an event it is. You see from people all over the world. And it's because of people like you four. So thank you, Marty. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate what you do. I've interacted with all of you, and it's been great. Petey Hendricks, all the best to you in Virginia. Thank you. Elizabeth, we got to get those modes ready for Hobbit. You know, if, if those get added, <laughs> we'll bring you back on, okay? You never know. Just give me a call. I know all of them. <laughs> best to you, Kickback Cafe, and everybody in Pittsburgh, and Colin. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So Thank Brian's going to have to represent you. We'll see how Brian does in the semis. Thanks very much. See you guys later. Missed you. Bye, guys. Okay, Marty, before we get to the second half of our Pinberg Challenge here on the Final Round Pinball Podcast, we got to get paid. Sponsor of the week time, and we're in Pittsburgh, so why not choose our favorite Pittsburgh place other than Replay FX? Well, surely it could only be the Kickback Pinball Cafe. Absolutely. 
I mean, we're talking some of the best games ever. Have you seen the games that they have at Kickback Pinball Cafe? Some of my absolute favorite games, like Stranger Things, is there. I love Stranger Things. Okay, but they've got good games, too. They've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they've got Jurassic Park. They've got Willy Wonka, Jersey Jacks, Pirates of the Caribbean, Batman 66 on location. I know. And some of my absolute favorite solid states. So, Cheetah, Skateball. Absolutely love Skateball. So, and Galaxy by Stern Electronics. Just a really good mix of, of all eras. You've got some DMDs like Corvette. How about some classics like Harlem Globetrotters or Viking, another fine game. You're going to have a good time at Kickback Cafe, but is it just all pinball, Marty? What happens if you get thirsty? You're like, oh, I'm flipping all this energy, but oh, geez, I could do with a drink. You smuggle a Mickey. I probably wouldn't suggest that, but what's on the menu? Oh, they have drinks. They've got hot. They've got cold. They've got shakes. But what if you want to nibble on something? Uh, you've got bagels. You've got melts. You've got toasties. And you've got schmears. What and is a schmear, for God's sakes? It's like a spread. Like cream cheese. Anyway, you've got a choice of drinks. You've got something to eat. You have got some of the best pinball machines that have ever been released. Please, make your way to Kickback Pinball Cafe for a great time. 4326 Butler Street in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Kickback Pinball Cafe, our sponsor of the week. We're in the second half right now. We have four people advanced to the semifinals. Time for four more, Marty. I can't wait. Let's bring on our next four contestants. Joining us from Collegeville, Pennsylvania, say hi to Stephen Haberman. What's going on, everybody? Hey, man. What's your best Pinburg story, Stephen? Uh, well, my uh, very first round and my very first Pinburg, I was able to uh, get one point away from a perfect round, and I failed from then on. But uh, you know what? That first round, I'll never forget. That's pretty exciting, but yeah, that's a tough standard to set right there. I mean, you know it's kind of going to go downhill. I once ended a Pinburg tournament with one point, so I thought, okay, next year I can only do better. That's a good start. That's, you know, you, you can only go up. That, that's better than my first round Pinburg story when my very first Pinburg, I nearly got DQ'd because I couldn't find the machine I was meant to be on. I learned very quickly that uh, they changed the they changed the level of rules. I didn't know that happened. I had a uh, plan for Star Wars, and um, I found out I was a couple uh, Tie Fighters short of the the pro level ruling. Uh, so you know that 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 strategy did not uh, serve me well in that final game. Our next contestant from Medford, New Jersey, it's Matthew Richardson. Hey, Matthew, how are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you, uh, representative of the South Jersey Pinball League. You've been to Pinburg a couple of times. I was at Pinburg once. Uh, actually, I, I was there twice. I actually played once. I only went for replay the first time. But then when you saw what was going on, you're like, okay, I got to get involved in this. Yeah. Well, now you're doing the next best thing, the final round Pinburg Challenge. Thanks very much, Matthew. Of course. We're going to go a little southern, all right? A little south of New Jersey and Pennsylvania. We're going to go to Texas. And let me just say, I know it's only July, but it might go down as the best podcast of the year. And it comes from Backbox Pinball. It was a great panel discussion about diversity and some changes that we can all do in pinball. I highly recommend you check out Lauren Gray and Backbox Pinball. Lauren joins us right now. Hi, y'all. Hey, y'all. How you doing? I'm the, thank you, Jeff. That's so sweet. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. No, but thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. I don't want you to cry. I want our next guest to cry, but we'll get to him in a second. Lauren, thank you very much. 
I've got some uh, good news, bad news. Good news from a fame uh, perspective. Bad news from, uh-oh, you got a champ here playing with you. In fact, a former Pinberg winner. I was on the stage with him when he won. Say hi in Austin, Texas to Colin McAlpine. Hi, Colin. Good day, lads. Hello. Yeah, uh, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's nice to uh, get to hang out with uh, some of my pinball peeps. And since we uh, we can't be together at uh, various local tournaments, I miss seeing Lauren uh, a lot at, here in uh, Austin tournaments and San Antonio events and uh, would be love to hang out with all of you and uh, a thousand other people. But unfortunately, you know, we can't do that. So the next best thing is final round pinball. I'm wondering what is going to be harder for you, Colin. Is it going to be to try to defend your title in the form of trivia or watching your Pinberg championship fall off the three-year status of IFPA? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be very painful. Very, very painful. The decay, it burns. You know what? I'm looking at Lauren and Steven and Matthew and Marty and myself. We're all thinking, yeah, too bad. We'd all like to have a Pinberg championship. Too bad about your decay. You had it for three years, Colin. Yeah. Now you got to do it in trivia. I'd love to be able to lose that many points. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to it. This is the red, white, and blue division. We are recording this on Friday, July 3rd. We are f- moments away from fireworks happening for Independence Day. And uh, to our American friends, uh, hope you have a wonderful long weekend. Of course, this will air after the fact. But if you go back in time... We were sensitive to the great holiday that is Independence Day. Anyway, Marty, let's get to our questions, okay? In the game Gorgar, which word does Gorgar not say? A. Eats B. Hurt C. You or D. Got Let's see the answers. What have you got, guys? Lauren with a last second save. A Lazarus. She puts down a hurt. So does Colin. Sorry, Matthew and Stephen, but the Texans have one point. Well, technically, it's actually A eats. But she put A. I was going by A, right? A. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to write the letter. Just write, write the letter. The letter. <laughs> so, you need to put down A, y'all. A, y'all. Not All the bonus y'all. points here, but does anybody know? How many words in total Gorgar can say? I believe it's eight. Yeah. I thought it was seven. Seven. Oh, okay, there you go. And it was right around there. So. I know it was the last game to have small coils on the flippers. Okay. Matthew, that was our next question. Oh, so close. <laughs> now we got to take it out. Oh, yeah. well, another question, Marty. No, that wasn't a question. Okay, question number two. Good luck. Okay. How many machine titles has Zombie Yeti done the art for on Stern Pinball Machines? Is it A, 3, B, 4, C, 5, or D, 6? 3, 4, 5, or 6. We're looking for an answer. A, B, C, D. Let's go. Lauren, you said 3. That is incorrect. Stephen and Colin said B. Stephen, what are the what are the ones you're thinking? What are the four machines? I had Iron Maiden, I had Deadpool, I had Ghostbusters, and I have TMNT, which he's got in the background. But Matthew's shaking his head. What did he miss? Primus. Primus. Oh! Oh! Nice. But well done. Oh! 
Everyone forgets about Primus. <laughs> For good reason. Oh, Primus slightly sucks. so. The artwork is beautiful, but man! <laughs> uh, okay, so right now, Steven, you've got the new TMT game, but you're the only one without a point. It's okay. It's, it's uh, you know. Come back. We've still got two more questions. I'm here to give people uh, a, a loser to root for. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Matthew Lauren calling all with one point. Question number three, Marty. Okay. What was the first pinball machine to feature inline drop targets? And on this particular machine, they called it the Valley of Demons. Was it A, Harlem Globetrotters? B, Paragon? C, Flash Gordon? Or D, Metallica? Okay, ready, go. That was obviously easy. Everyone gets a point. That's right. It's B, Paragon. The fact that I got it right doesn't mean it's easy. (laughs) (laughs) You all survived the beast. Well done. like that. The final question. Multiple choice. The first pinball machine to have flippers was Humpty Dumpty by Gottlieb. How many flippers does it have? Is it A... Two, B, four, C, six, or D, eight? (laughs) Lauren, this is your first Pinberg. There's no groaning. (laughs) No, there's a lot of groaning at your first Pinberg. Yeah, that is uh, is for sure. She's initiated. You're right, Matthew. (laughs) Okay, are we ready? Yep. Is it two, four, six, eight? Who do we appreciate? Let's see who's going on to the semis. Ah! <laughs> the answer, Lauren had four flippers. We'll get to you in a second, Lauren. <laughs> Everyone else had C, and they are correct. It is <sighs> six flippers. So that puts our point total. Hold on a second here. Steven has two. Matthew has three. And Colin has three. This is how close this was in Pimberg here. <laughs> Colin and Matthew are about to do a tiebreaker Ooh. <laughs> to go on to the semifinals. Okay? Matthew, Colin, I want you to write the answer down. You have to be closest to the year. If there's a tie, under will beat over. Okay? Okay. What year was Humpty Dumpty made? <laughs> Colin put 1961. Matthew put 1958. Marty, what is the correct answer? The correct answer is 1947. Matthew, congratulations! (laughs) (laughs) You just knocked off a Pinberg champ. Woo! Well played. Thank you. Well done, Matthew Richardson with the upset of Pinberg. (laughs) That's good. Congratulations. I've played Matthew in tournaments, and uh, he, he wins a lot, so I'm not surprised <laughs> there. Good job, Matt. Thanks, uh, Stephen. Colin, I played uh, one of the little McAlpines in Pinburg last year. Oh, yeah, one of my sons? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which one, uh, name-wise. We played on Pinbot. I remember that. Excellent. Great place to bring your family. Oh, yeah. I want to thank all of you for coming on. By the way, this is Marty, the closest group we've had so far. Absolutely. And I think the only one where everyone got at least a couple questions right. So congratulations. A tough group, the red, white, and blue. So we're going to say goodbye to Steven. Steven, thanks very much, buddy. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. 
I absolutely will. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. It's a good consolation prize. Thanks very much. Lauren Gray, we'll check you out on Backbox Pinball Podcast. So good. Always nice to talk to you and, and see your face here on the stream. Thank you very much. Thank you guys so much. It was I had a blast. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lauren. A Pinberg veteran. There she goes, Lauren Gray. <laughs> Bye, guys. Colin, uh, wow. First the decay, now this. My goodness. Pinberg, it's been a tough month. I gladly I gladly see this round to, to Matthew. The Humpty Dumpty question. Nice. <laughs> By the way, Colin was supposed to play in our first final round Pinberg challenge. He's a guest, as you know, on a previous episode, episode eight of final round. And uh, we had some technical difficulties, but we got you on with this one. Thanks very much, Colin. You're going to have to root for group five, the red, white, and blue. There we go. Enjoyed it. Take care. Good luck, Matthew. Thank you, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. See you, man. Time for group six here in the final round Pinberg challenge. It's the look at me division. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? Tommy LaRanger joins us from the Pinball Channel. How are you, Tommy? How are things in Connecticut? That's great. It's uh, about 90 degrees here. I'm sweating. I had to turn the fan off because it was giving me some microphone feedback, but I'll be all right. Sweating for our entertainment, Marty. Do you believe that? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) These people just want to win so badly. And uh, also part of the look at me division. Well... We always look at her because she's out and about everywhere, covering pinball, covering... <laughs> she's doing a look around right now. Emoto Harney joins us. Hey, Emoto, how are you? Hi, I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? <laughs> well, you know, you, you always want to win, but then you look at the competition that you've grouped me with, and uh, yeah, I think it explains itself. <laughs> you don't even know the questions. Oh, okay. It's all questions about hard body, so then I will win. Yep, for sure. (laughs) Marty, I'm going to change the question to hard body right now. (laughs) And joining us, Marty, is this guy like a neighbor to you? Because I see him on Melbourne Silverball on the stream. Look at me. It's Stacy Borg. How are you, Stacy? Good, thanks, Jeff. How are you? Dr. Curly Tech, who you can see. How often are you streaming now? Once a week, usually. I've only got two games, so more than once a week is, is difficult. Or you were trying to destroy some monkeys the other day. Was it Jungle Princess or Jungle Queen? Jungle Princess here. Very Same nice. game, but different uh, different number of players. That game beats you up. I I that that is the one EM game I I run from whenever I see it in competition. I like playing older games, but that's the one always beats me up. Good to know, Jeff. Next time you're here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I am one for one in Australia. I just want to point that out. So <sighs> it's never been mentioned ever. Not this episode yet. <laughs> We've still got an hour, Marty. And, uh, you know, you're streaming, Stacy. I assume you're streaming uh, like our next guest who, really, this isn't a Pinberg challenge. It's more of an intervention for his uh, madness in trying to get wizard modes. Something is wrong with this man. We love him anyway. Carl D'Angelo, i.e. Pinball. Carl, uh, what the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. Sickness <laughs> beats me. I do think sickness because I saw the big buck hunter. Yeah. I know. What were you I know. thinking? That was amazing. Well, what's funny, beyond buck, I mean, yeah, that was just stupid, okay? <laughs> just ridiculous. I didn't think it would be that hard. How many days was it? The 14th session or something? 14 or 15, yeah, 15. something like that. It was ridiculous. And I did it every day. That, that was what killed me was doing a daily challenge every single day. But I'm still sick because after finishing 
Family Guy yesterday, I started thinking, okay, hey, hey, what would be fun? Oh, Avengers would be fun. Have you tried Avengers and know how much grinding is involved to get to the final mode in that? I I can assume by what you're saying that it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, but that's good. You You want to set these challenges that people can't do. I want to make it fun for people to watch, though. And I think I think watching me fail is fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We have our four contestants. This is group six, the Look at Me division. Here we go. Question one. In Fishtails, to get the super jackpot, you need to light three things. Which one of these isn't one of them? A, Deep Sea. B, Fish Frenzy. C, Tropical. Or D, freshwater. Emoto, Tommy, and Stacy, and Carl are writing their answers. Super jackpot. You need three things. Which one was incorrect? Let's see your answers. A, B, C, or D. Hold up your signs. Yeah. Tommy with a bit of a groan as he sees everyone else has a different answer than him. You had deep C. That is incorrect, Tommy. Sorry. Fish frenzy is correct. Stacy, Emoto, and Carl. So... One point for Emoto, one point for Stacy, one for Carl. Tommy, don't you worry. Three more questions. It's anybody's game. On Medusa, there's a third flipper button. What does it activate? A, the Olympus save. B, Shield of the Gods. C, Neptune's Cove. Or D, Colossus Punch. The game is Medusa. I'm trying to look in the background of Tommy. I see a stars. I see a firepower. No Medusa. But I do go to the Sanctum a lot, so. <laughs> okay. Let's see your answers. What have we got? Oh, the groan this time from Stacy Borg. I don't know how many Medusas have made it over to Australia. It's not Neptune's Cove. It is, in fact, Shields of the Gods. Emoto gets a point. I'm channeling my inner Carl. And it's working so far. Everybody's on the board. Emoto and Carl with the lead. Two points each. All right, Stacey. All right, Tommy. Time to come back. An audio question. Have a listen, okay? Hi, everyone. It's Damien from Haggis Pinball here. And my trivia question for you all is, what was the first solid-state pinball machine to feature a mechanical backbox animation? Was it A, Lights, Camera, Action by Premiere? B, Cyclone by Williams, C, Star Trek by Data East, or D, Fire, the Champagne Edition by Williams? This is a tough one. Okay, we've got two Bs and two Ds. So what do you think, Jeff? Let's give the correct answers once again to our North American friends, Emoto and Carl. Sorry, Tommy and Stacy. Fire was the correct answer. Fire is the answer. Champagne edition. Wow. So, our final question here. Okay. Which Zachariah game has five cylinders that pop up on the playfield after the ball travels over a bridge? Is it A, Magic Castle, B, Locomotion, C, Robot, or D, Farfella? Put up your answers, everyone. Choo-choo. Oh, no. <laughs> Bit oh. of a mixed bag here. No. <laughs> this is a tough question. Not everyone gets to see a Zachariah game. Nope. It wasn't Magic Castle. It wasn't Farfella. So it was either Locomotion or Robot. Signs up again? Who's confident with their answer? 
I'm not. Ah, <laughs> oh, they had thumbs. The correct answer was robot. Stacy and Carl with the correct answer. So close, Emoto. You almost got Carl. <laughs> Just like in League. <laughs> no shame whatsoever, but congratulations, Carl D'Angelo. Let's say goodbye to our friends and thank you very much for playing in the final round Pinberg Challenge. Stacy Borg, we appreciate you coming from Australia where it's freezing cold. Uh, grab a parka, my friend. <laughs> I will. Survive the tundra. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy. It's good to see you again. I think I last saw you at the Sanctum, right? Yeah, November, your, uh, your your tour that you did. Yeah, I was there. The Pinball Profile World Tour. That was a lot of fun. That was 75 people showed up for that. So thank you very much for being one of them. I got the mug. I use it every day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Tough competition going against Carl, but you did well. All the best to you, Tommy. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, man. Emoto. I tried. Uh, you did well. By the way, the tiebreaker was a hard body question. Oh, man, can you do it anyway? What year did Hard Body come out? Give or take 30 years. I'm giving you it. Go ahead. <laughs> I know the answer. Carl, do you know the answer? Yeah, he's looking it up. Look at I can't. Hands are supposed to be up. Hands are here. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, Jeff. He's using his feet. Go ahead, Carl. Give me the answer, and you go ahead, Emoto. 84 is my guess. What do you think, Emoto? 85. You're both wrong, but Emoto was closer, so she gets bonus points. Emoto was 87. Oh, see, I knew it was one year different than the year I was created. <laughs> or two years different to the answer that you gave. So close. <laughs> Demoto, Stacy, Tommy, all the best. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Here's an insert, a little edit, and a special trivia question for you listening at home. For group seven and eight, either Marty or my microphone didn't work. See if you can figure out which one. It's group number seven at the final round, Pinberg Challenge, Marty, and it is the Who's Who division. You know, we've had people from Canada, people from the United States, people from Australia. When we put this together, we thought, oh, you know what? We're not going to have anybody from Europe. That is incorrect. <laughs> Representing Oslo, Norway, your IFBA country director, Morten Servisorgen. How are you? Was I close? Yeah, well, you were very close. Not quite there, but very close. That's great. Great effort. It is, what, 4.30 in the morning there? Yeah, yeah, it's closing on to 5, but uh, yeah. What dedication. I'm just letting everyone else know if there's a tiebreaker, Morton gets it, all right, for being up at 4.30. <laughs> so you're going to have to earn this, all right? So you're going to keep him on even later then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been somebody who you recognize from Pinburg. And, you know, earlier we had a group of all Pinberg volunteers. It was called the Thank You Division. We can thank this man, too, because he has been one of your tournament directors ever since I can remember. And he's one of the world's best players. And he gives up Pinberg so we can enjoy it. This is our way of giving back to you and hope you do well here and have fun at the final round Pinberg Challenge. Hello to Bowen Karens. Hi, Bowen. How are you? Hey, how are you? This is uh, going to be... The first year not to be a Pinberg tournament director since 2010. Wow. There was no Pinberg then at all. We've talked before, and it's a great sacrifice, but you've told me on numerous occasions it is so rewarding for you to see so many people enjoy it and just how instantly it sells out. 
Sure. Well, just because it sells out doesn't mean it's any good. Uh, but uh, we have to we have to make it good every year and make sure that we can, uh, you know, run on time like something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring on somebody we've seen recently do some wonderful things when we talk who's who. One of the newest games out there and getting rave reviews is Hot Wheels from American Pinball. One of the guys doing the code for it, Joe Schober. Hey, Joe, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you today, Jeff? I am wonderful, and uh, I'm sure you and Bowen and others can relate to the difficulties and the challenges and the rewards of putting together great rule sets and, and code and whatnot to, to put together a wonderful pinball machine. Bowen's done that with uh, Spooky, and you've done that with American Pinball. It's uh, got to be fun for you. Oh, it's a complete blast. You know, it, uh, all the things you don't think about when you're just on the player side of uh, the machine, you suddenly have to start thinking about. But uh, on the other hand, you get paid to make pinball every day, so that's pretty cool. I'm dying to get my hands on both Rick and Morty with Spooky and Bowen, but definitely also Hot Wheels with American Pinball. I, these games just get better and better, and the, the whole team there, yourself, Josh Googler, and Joe Balser, well done. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. Thanks. And earlier we had Joe Chiaravino on, and we talked about when you go to Pinburg and you watch the weeks after, there are a lot of photos that are being used from two wonderful photographers. Joe Chiaravino has a few profile pictures up from Pinburg, and if you've ever seen Orange Photography and what this man does, my goodness. In fact, he has taken my favorite picture ever. Uh, his name is Gene Wong. How are you doing, Gene? I'm doing great. Just uh, staying at home. Excited to play some uh, trivia here since uh, I got no plans on a Friday night, just like in my regular life. <laughs> Are you implying that on a Friday night in San Francisco, trivia is not the number one option? This it, it's, it's definitely the number one option. Right now, it <laughs> the only at the moment, it is. Otherwise. <laughs> okay, let's get to it. We've got four questions for you. You know how the rules work. Marty, whenever you're ready. All right, here we go, everybody. Question number one. Just write down the answer. Closest to? We'll see, we'll see how we go. How many spinners are there on Harlem Globetrotters? Right, oh, right. The answer is three. The double spinner in the middle. Joe Schober had two. There's the far left one and the two in the middle. The answer is three. So a point for Gene, a point for Bowen, and a point for Morton. All right, question number two. In World Cup Soccer 94, which of these is not one of the cities you need to collect to get to the World Cup final. A. Washington DC. B. Dallas. C. Miami. Or D. Detroit. Go. We have different answers. We have three C's and a D. Gene had the D thinking it was Detroit. It is not Detroit. Martin, what's the correct answer? I think it's Miami. I think you. Joe and Bowen are correct. You all get a point. Awesome. All right, question number three. Which is the highest rated electromechanical pinball machine on IPDB as of right now? Is it A, Royal Flush, B, Melody, C, Skyline, or D, Jack's Open? <laughs> It's, right, it's not really trivia. That's a popularity cut. Rating. It's true. Oh, oh Joe. What if you get it right, then it's not a correct answer. 
<laughs> Can we go change the rating right now? And... <laughs> Let's see. Uh-oh. <laughs> Morton says, uh-oh, because he wrote D, Jack's Open. By the way, of all those, Morton, that would be my favorite EM machine. I can't give you a point for that, because the correct answer was Royal Flush, which everyone else had. Even though Joe said it wasn't technically a trivia question, Marty, what do we give him the full point? It's a dirty point, Joe. Do you want it? All right. It's not multiple choice, so it's they have to write the answer down. Here's former Pinburg champ, Zach Sharp. Roger Sharp designed one game for Stern Pinball. What was that game? When you say Stern Pinball, can you please describe what you mean by that? Well, it's not... I guess you would have to say it's not current Stern. So you mean Stern, Stern Electronics, Electronics Incorporated? Yep. I know this is a game plan or whatever, so I'm pretty sure I got it wrong. I think I'm the only one who actually wrote a Stern game. <laughs> yeah. <it's okay. laughs> We've got answers. Dragon Fist from Gene. We've got Sharpshooter from Morton. We've got Cyclops from Joe. And Wildfire from Bowen Karens. All incorrect. Bowen did have a Stern game. There's no bonus points for that. The answer we were looking for was Stingray. Uh, Whoa. So let's see where the points are right now. Everybody has two except for Bowen, who has three. Bowen will be advancing oh, to yeah. the semifinals. There he is. To be played at three in the morning, Bowen. All right. <laughs> or pinball. Gene, thank you very much. I know this has been your highlight of a Friday night in San Francisco. It's the best we can do right now, and we appreciate you coming on. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Joe Schober, you got the one non-trivia question right. We needed more of those, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, it uh, shows that I'm about as good at trivia as I am at playing pinball, uh, wildly inconsistent. That is not true. You're a great player, Joe, and a great coder as well. We look forward to seeing more from you with American Pinball and Hot Wheels. Thank you very much, Joe. Hey, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. It was fun. And my friend from Norway, my goodness, you are a trooper. I'm so sorry that uh, it didn't happen, but how are things there in Norway as far as the whole pandemic? It's actually quite uh, quite contained. I guess, I mean, a, a second wave will probably come, but it's the site is starting to open and it's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's quite okay as we speak. Yeah, so it's good. Fingers crossed. We'll see all of you again. I know Morton, you've been playing in the uh, or representative of Norway, including last year in Italy too at the World Championships. Gene, we see you around. Joel, we'll see you. Bowen, we'll see you in the semifinals. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, good luck, Thank Bowen. Thanks, guys. Good luck. It is our final group. Who will make the semifinals? It will be one of these four people. And we go to the Big Mouth Division. <laughs> Why do we call it the Big Mouth Division? Well, let's see who we've got playing. Oh, look at this. From Loser Kid Podcast, it is Scott Larson joining us from Utah. Hey, Scott, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing tonight? Nice. I see you've got the cap on very well. Uh, too bad this is all, of course, audio. No one can see that. But uh, nice marketing try anyway. Well done. Scott i got some news for you. You're going up against a guy who knows a little bit about pinball trivia. In fact, he might even have a podcast about history. We know him from Slam Tilt Podcast, but he's also on the Pinball Network with David Dennis. Say hello to Ron Hallett, Jr. Hey, Ron, how are you? Hello, Jeff. We were hoping for Stu McVicker, but uh, we're glad that you made it. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he, was, he was preoccupied beating my Terminator 3 score earlier today. 
How dare that, Stu? Anyway. Yes. Okay, so we've got Loser Kid versus Slam Tilt. But are we done? No. Person number three. Uh-oh. The second best host from Loser Kid Podcast, Josh Root, joins us right now. <laughs> Thanks for that introduction. I'll, I'll take it every day. <laughs> when you were on Pinball Profile, I had to pick a favorite. And uh, since your name is Josh, you knew uh, you were coming in second. Yep. Okay, that's not fair. You've got Scott and Josh from Loser Kid against Only Lonely Ron from Slam Tilt Podcast. But it is the Big Mouth Division, so we better bring on Bruce Nightingale. Hello, Bruce. Yeah, damn it. What the heck? <laughs> there he is. You know, the Silver Ball Saloon back open, and you had a couple of nice guests this week, I saw. I did. I had Keith and Katie both, and it was really cool, and they spent till one thirty in the morning at the bar. Very nice. Oh, did you just throw them the keys? I almost did. <laughs> that would be Keith Elwin and Kate Martin, if anyone knows their last names, and... I don't know how much in a first-name basis we are here. Um, I am. <laughs> of course you are. Well, it was very cool to see them there. So uh, we've got some questions for you. One of you four are going to make it to the semifinals. By the way, it was the only way a podcaster was going to make it to the semifinals. I had to lump you all in together because you're all talk and no action. Well, let's see if this talk comes to action right now. Who do you like, Marty, by the way? Uh, I don't know. It's going to depend on the area, really, isn't it? Do, do you like so. how, before we start recording, he says how to stay quiet so his editing is easy, and then he just insults us constantly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, can I make a quiet. request, though? Like, if, if, if we're going up against Slam Tilt, there can't be any, you know, Stern's 1970s, 1980s games here, because that'd, that'd be playing towards the field, right? There are four questions. I don't think all four of them in that category. Is the answer Gamatron? <laughs> It better be. Here we go. Question number one. All right. So, there was an Australian pinball manufacturer called Hanken, and they made a machine called Dennis Lilly's How's That? Who was Dennis Lilly? Was he A, a race car driver, B, a rock star, C, a cricket player, or D, a football player? Hold your sign up. Bruce, what is the answer? D. It is not D. Let's see your answers. So Scott and Bruce both had D, a football player. Ron and Josh had a race car driver. Two have not the right answer. Ah. Who was it? The answer is C. He was a cricket player. Oh. He was one of the greatest Australian bowlers in cricket. You're talking to five North Americans here, all right? Uh, I, I'm going to call a mulligan because you actually completely uh, fuzzed out on the C answer, so I didn't even hear it. So, Wow. <laughs> all right. What? Well done, boys. Uh, nobody got a question right there. Well done. Uh, way to represent the podcasters. Thanks, guys. Uh, uh, here we go. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I have a special question. Not even Marty knows this. It's a question for you podcasters, okay? Here is your audio question for our podcast friends. It's a voice we haven't heard in a while. Hello, losers. Expecting somebody else? Pinside Petey here with your question. 
Since you all think you've got the gift of gab, here's a question about Dr. Dude. On the Dudameter, what comes right after Party Dude? Bruce, what's the answer? I'm saying Super Dude. There's zero chance mine's right since I've never played the game. <laughs> Sadly, I own this game Bruce, and I can't even remember. <laughs> Bruce and Josh put down Super Dude. What did you have, Scott? It's uh, Party, Party Mania. Mania. Party Mania, and Ron had Awesome Dude. You're all wrong again! Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's great. Hey, we may be wrong, but we're loud, okay? Yeah. <laughs> These questions suck. <laughs> yes! In honor of Pinside PD, the answer was Cool Dude. Ah. Um, yeah. I had the right idea. Next up. I can see a four-way tie, guys. <laughs> yeah! Yes, we're all going so to the finals. Who's in the reset four-way? Let's recap the score. Scott Larson, Josh Root, Ron Hallett, Bruce Nightingale, all with zero points after two. Is this like Celebrity Jeopardy and Saturday Night Live? They're all like <laughs> negative. Uh, Sean Connery would beat you all. What do you Here mean? we go. I would not beat them all. I would beat them into submission. Okay. In the Big Mouth Division, question three. Go ahead, Marty. On Flight 2000, what is the maximum bonus? Is it A, 50,000? B, 100,000, C, 150,000, or D, 200,000? Let's see your answers. Okay, you know what? Uh, the Loser Kid guys were worried there'd be stern questions <laughs> with the Slam Tilt guys because they both had the wrong answers. They had 100,000. Sorry, Scott. It wasn't 200,000, Josh. If you combine your answer to average We them, average. <laughs> Ron, Bruce, correct, 150,000. It's 10,000 times 15 is the maximum. That was a guess. That was, was completely it? a guess. I had no idea. I knew it from uh, Gamatron. Oh. Oh, it. I there told you, you there was no Gamatron questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ron and Bruce, one each. On The Sopranos, how many characters are on the back glass? Is it A, 9, B, 10, C, 11, or D, 12. Three seconds, boys. Bruce, Bruce says, says nine. Ron, Ron says nine. nine. Josh, what do you have there? C, what do you have? Scott? D. Why did you put D? Because they, it was multiple choice, so I thought it was A, B, C, D. see, <laughs> <laughs> just random. The last one, the last one. I said 12. 12. By the way, brilliant strategy. There are 12 characters on. Yeah! yeah. boy, Scott. Oh, wait, I win, right? Because that's two points. No. No, oh. he said it was multiple choice. It was going back to one. Yeah. So it's a three-way tie. All right, this question is for Scott, Ron, and Bruce. are all tied at one point. Josh, you can be a cheerleader, I guess? Wow. I will. Yeah. yeah, whatever. You have three seconds to write this down, Ron and Scott, and then you got to throw up, Bruce. What year was the Sopranos pinball machine released? Bruce, what's the answer? 2004. Bruce says 2004. Scott, what do you have? 2006. And Ron, 2005. Is anybody confident? No. No. <laughs> one of you is right. Yeah, one, one of us is right because it, it was after Lord of the Rings. Ron Hallett, you are the winner, my friend. Congratulations. <laughs> Scott, Josh, thank you very much. We appreciate everything you do on Loser Kid Podcast. Marty, do you want to say something to the guys? No. 
We love you too, Martin. How many jets has Martin had? No, I'm disappointed. I I was hoping to see you guys this year. That obviously didn't happen, so hopefully I'll get to see you next year. Yeah. Hey, I gotta say thank you really quick to Martin. Apparently you hyped us up too much. We got a review the other day. It says the head-to-head guys hyped the loser kids too much. (laughs) Huh? To go on a time machine and went wow. back to uh... okay, that's unfair because I I think I hyped you, hyped you appropriately. I think you're a great podcast. <laughs> well, I edited it. It said they suck. They suck less than I thought they were going to. So okay. <laughs> cool. Bruce, uh, congratulations on uh, Silver Ball Saloon being back open again. And uh, I was, you know, I know it's been a struggle, but uh, you've got a lot of fans, a lot of support. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Good, go get him, Ronald. I just want to say, loser kid, guys, you, you kept cutting off Roger Sharp. You should have let him talk. You, just, <laughs> you didn't let him talk at all. Well, we have nine hours of extra footage we're going to release. <laughs> nice. So all one right. more episode then, right? <laughs> Congrats. Right. Good luck. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Good luck, You've got past the gauntlet, if you will. It is time for semi-final action. The winner will go on to the A final, the main stage. The runner-up will go to the B finals. The winners of the A finals and the B finals will both receive beautiful trophies from ulickstore.com. So there's big things up for grabs. Plus, Marty, there's also the final round Pinberg Challenge banner that's going to be prominently displayed. Correct. Our virtual banner, I guess. It is the talk of all banners. Don't you just (laughs) knock that down. How dare you? Okay, let's introduce our four semifinalists in group one. Going way back hours ago, it seems. Corey Hulse, congratulations. Corey is back with us. Thank you, thank you. Very happy to be back. Corey, you're going to be playing against Eric Wartenberger, Mr. Pinsonati himself. Yo, what's going on? Matthew Richardson had the big upset. He actually knocked off the Pinburg champion, Colin McAlpine. So congrats, Matthew. Uh, you're going to try to knock off some other champs here because rounding out the final four, Bowen Karen's trying to do something uh, he hasn't had a chance to do because he volunteers at Pinburg, but maybe he'll be the final round Pinburg challenge champ. Good luck to everyone. I want the banner. I want the banner. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, take it away. All right. First question. So this is not multiple choice. You've just got to name the machine. Which stern machine has a ceramic ball similar to the power ball from Twilight Zone? Five seconds. Stern machine with a ceramic ball similar to the power ball in Twilight Zone. Put your answers up. We had no answer from Corey. We had... Matthew and Eric with Rolling Stones and Bowen with Avatar Ellie. Marty. The answer is... Guys, guys why, why do you think, think Rolling Stones? Stones? Just out of curiosity. Uh, because it has one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I'm happy to take advantage, but they're right. I thought so too, actually, yeah. so they're... Yeah, I, I play one in league every year. It definitely has one. <laughs> Yeah, but do they? But you you do have to say. I think you have to say Rolling Stones L E. You can't yeah. just say Rolling Stones. I mean, regular, I I'll concede Stones, that, but, but, but then Rolling Matthew Stones definitely gets a point. I'll yeah, I'll definitely concede that. Okay, but. cool. There you go. One point each. Eric had Rolling Stones, but Matthew had Rolling Stones L E. So technically, it is L E. And uh, so so Matt should definitely get a point. Yeah. 
You know what, Eric? I'm going to give you a half point. Ooh, that could be huge in the end. We'll see. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like points on whose line is it anyway. It means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. So Matthew with one, Bowen with one. Question number two. In the game Centaur, which of the following is not a way to add a ball in play? A. Hit the orb targets in order from left to right. B. Complete or light the four lower inlanes. C. Hit the release target when lit with orbs captured. Or D. Light one, two, three, four in order via the right targets. Which one is it not? Everyone's ready. Uh, looks like we're good. Flip it over. Everyone's put down D, and the answer is D. Well done, everyone. Everyone gets a point. Wow, some stellar players here in the semifinals. That puts Bowen and Matthew at two points, Eric and Corey with one point. Time now for an audio question, everyone. Have a listen. G'day, it's Ryan C here. My question today is, Stern produce a different amount of limited edition pinball machines for each release. How many Tron limited edition pinball machines did they manufacture? Four, three, two, and one. Show me your answers. Everyone up? Sorry, that's horrible penmanship. It's 250 for me. <laughs> 250 for Corey. 250 for Eric. Yes. They're both low. It was higher than that. I figured I would. Matthew and Bowen put 500. It's probably 400. It is 400. So there is no point given on that one. Damn it. <laughs> it comes down to the final question. And in true Pinberg fashion, how great is this? It's going to be an EM that gets you. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm usually solid. Okay. It's not multiple choice. You have to write down the answer. You have five seconds from the time the question is released to write down the answer. Okay. Closest to if there's a tie, under beats over. How many bowling pins are on the back glass of the electromechanical pinball machine, Kingpin? Five seconds. How many bowling pins are on the back glass of the electromechanical pinball machine, Kingpin? I can't see what Corey says. I think it's a zero. <laughs> a zero. Chuck has two. Matthew has five. <laughs> Bowen has 30. Please be 30. <laughs> Tough question, but it's not easy to advance in Pinburg. The correct answer was 13. Oh, my. 13. I wrote 13. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we have Matthew advancing. Matthew. Nice work, dude. So that means, Matthew, you're going on to the A finals. Bowen, you're going on to the B finals. Corey and Eric, thank you very much. Guys, it's uh, incredible that you got out of your rounds, made it here to the semis. Thank you very much. Yep. Thanks for Thanks, guys. This, this guy. is fun. Yeah, Thanks, thank guys. You. See you again soon. Yeah. Good night, boys. It's the semifinals group number two right now, trying to get into the A finals, maybe the B finals. Let's see. Two of these people are going to go on to the final four, if you will. Will it be Brian Dye representing the uh, wonderful thank you group? Hi, Brian. How are you? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've, I've burned all my brain energy on uh, the puzzle game The Witness this evening, so I'm, I'm pretty much out of gas, but I, I hope to bring it home. <laughs> good luck to you. Phil Birnbaum from Ottawa, how are you? I'm good. You got out of the Wayne Gretzky division. Pretty impressive. Um, I'm very proud. Ron Howlett made it out of the Big Mouth division, knocking off the Loser Kid podcast and Bruce Nightingale. I mean, that's a win in itself, isn't it? That it is. Correct. And Carl D'Angelo trying to get to the wizard mode of the Pinberg Challenge, if you will. Exactly. Okay. Four questions, same as last group. The winner will go on to the A finals, and the runner-up will face Bowen Karens in the B finals, okay? We have trophies for the A finalists and the B finalists, and we've got something for all four finalists, too. We'll tell you about that a little bit later. Good luck to you. Good luck, everyone. All right. Which of these modern machines does not have a dual left inlane? A. Metallica B. World Poker Tour C. Avatar or D. Hobbit So the answer is B. World Poker Tour Yes, it is. Carl and Brian, one point. Okay, question number two. Okay, back to Australia again. All right, here we go. So there was a, an Australian manufacturer called Hanken Pinball. How many different machines did Hanken make? A, seven. B, five. C, three. Or D, four. Here we go. Flip it over now. Ron said there were seven. Is that correct? That is incorrect. Okay. Phil Birnbaum thought there were four. That is incorrect. The answer is five? Yeah, correct. So there's Dennis Lee's How's That? That was a question before. The infamous Empire Strikes Back, Orbit One, FJ, and Shark. And Shark, okay. Figures in Australia would come up with Shark. I've been to Perth, Australia. There might be a few of those there. Okay, this is uh, question number three, an EM question. Maybe an easy question to get everybody on the board. In the game Dragon by Interflip, how many dragons pop up on the playfield? A, 3, B, 4, C, 5, or D, 6? Everybody had that right. They know the dragon had 5. And no bonus points, but let's hear your best dragon sound effect, everybody. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You have to auto-tune that to do the, the Price is Right losing horn. <laughs> Good point. Phil and Ron have one point each. Brian and Carl with two points. As we go to our final question, there are multiple points available here. Okay? The first, let's bring on the number one player in the world to ask this multi-layered question. The first part of the question is worth two points if you get this right. Hey, it's Raymond Davidson here with your... Pinberg mega trivia question. All right, so here's the deal. You need to guess the designer. The goal is to guess the designer who did not design these three games I'm about to say, but who designed three games that are related to these three games, whatever that may mean. All right, here we go. The three games, Whirlwind, Heavy Metal, Avengers. All right. Good luck. He mentioned the games Whirlwind, 
Heavy Metal, and Avengers. He's not asking for the designer of those games, but there's one designer that has something in some way in common with those three games. For two points, do you think you know the answer? Put up your hand. Three seconds, two, one. Brian Dye does. Okay, Brian, I want you to write down the name of the designer and then hold that up so that you can't change your answer. Okay? You're going for two points here. Carl, Phil, and Ron are going for one point. Okay, yes, yes. Ron, one point. Okay. Brian thinks he knows it. Second part, we'll probably give it away. Here we go. All right, to help you out here, are three clues in no particular order that should help with the relation of the games I said. So one of the games I said describes the actual game. Another game I said has to do with the intellectual property, let's say, of, of both games. And the other clue I'll give is uh, one of the games I said is basically like a synonym to uh, the other game. This is for one point, if you think you know it. I need an answer within three seconds, boys. Carl, Phil, Ron. Everyone turn over right now. Mm. Carl has Steve Ritchie. Phil Birnbaum has John Borg. Ron has Keith Elwin. Now, Brian risked it thinking it was John Borg when he heard the game's Whirlwind, Avengers, and Heavy Metal. Let's hear what Raymond had to say. Whirlwind, of course, is like a giant twister. And Heavy Metal, well, Metallica is a pretty heavy metal band. And Avengers, well, who are part of the Avengers, but none other than the Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, with those three games, you should have figured out that the answer, of course, is John Borg. Brian Dye, he risks it. He gets the reward. Congratulations, Brian. You know, for a guy who doesn't get to play Pinberg, you're going to the A finals of the final round Pinberg challenge. It's the closest I'll ever get. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Phil Birnbaum, that was important for you because that got you into a tiebreaker to get into the B finals uh, with your answer there at the end. And you'll be playing against Carl D'Angelo. What do you think, boys? Let's do it. Carl, you ready? I'm ready. Ron, a tough group there, but there's no shame in getting to the semifinals. And again, those bragging rights against Loser Kid and Bruce. I mean, that's worth its weight in gold right there. I I should have asked for the first question to be repeated. I thought he said jeweled inlane, which I totally didn't understand. (laughs) I thought, wow, that's weird. You want to know what has a jeweled insert in the inlane? That's a really bizarre (laughs) question. Uh, that's that's literally what I thought it was. And then that one, I actually wrote Borg down and crossed it out and put Elwin. So I screwed myself twice. Oh, no. Anyway, congratulations, I'm Australian. What can I say? (laughs) Ron, congratulations uh, for getting this far. You got bragging rights over not only Bruce, but David Dennis, who couldn't do it too. So congrats. Okay, Carl, Phil, here we go. The tiebreaker to get into the B finals against Bowen Karens. Go ahead, Marty. Okay. How many pop bumpers are there combined in Joker Poker and Flash Gordon? Three seconds. Two, one. I need an answer. Gentlemen, turn it over. Four. So Phil guessed four. Carl guessed three and then quickly said, no, I meant four. What if I told you you're both wrong? But the closest was Phil Birnbaum with four. The answer is Five. There are three in Flash Gordon, and there are two in Joker Poker. Wizard Mode defeated Carl. So close. And you've been in the Final Four on the Pinburg stage. Couldn't 
get there again. Couldn't do it. You know what? I can just see some of this frustrations coming out in January at Indus. Some of these games that have driven you nuts and this Pinberg challenge. Oh, we're all going to pay for it now, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a lineup of just frustrating games. <laughs> I also want to say it was nice uh, being the official podcast of uh, Indisc. I know now with that question, I've uh, been removed for pretty much anybody else. Carl, thank you very much. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all it's good. All Thanks good. for doing this. I thought you both were going to get that right, actually. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Same. Phil, you're going on to the B finals against Bowen Karens, and that means our final. Brian Dye and Matthew Richardson. Somebody is going to be the final round Pinberg Challenge champ, an A finalist, a B finalist. Thank you very much. A trophy from Ulick Store on the line to be the final round B division champion for a couple of A-listers, I do want to point out. But when it comes to trivia... You know, it can be anybody. I guess really with pinball, it can be anybody. On any given day, we see flash in the pans. We see rising stars happen all the time. Well, who will be there right now? The B Division champion. Will it be Phil Birnbaum from Ottawa? Will it be Bowen Cairns from Salem, Massachusetts? Are you ready, boys? There are three questions, okay? Question number one, Bowen and Phil. The EM game Gator had a name change when it was released in Germany. What was it changed to? Was it A, Crocodile, B, Alligator, C, Jaws, or D, Chomper? Let's see, boys. What have you got? (laughs) (laughs) Phil thinks it was Crocodile. Bowen thinks it was Chomper. I think I came up with some pretty good alternative answers because it was neither of those. Ah, it was Jaws. It was not even Jaws. Oh, no. <laughs> Gator. Gator was simply alligator in Germany. It was the boring one. All right. Needless syllables for 500, Alex. <laughs> well, here, here we go. How many people competed at Pinburg in 2011? And I will tell you it's between 100 and 200. A couple of math experts here. <laughs> Veterans of Pinburg, in one way or another. All right, Phil Birnbaum, what do you think? 150. Bowen, 173 is the closer answer. I had 172, and maybe somebody got disqualified. Maybe Chris Stevens was late for a round. We don't know. But Bowen, you get a point there. So it's going to come down to the final question here, and it's an audio question. Another closest two, okay? Under beats over in a tie playing for the b championships some people would call it second place in a way right i mean it's like that who can we get to read a question in the roger sharp masterpiece that is game plans cyclops from 1985 players will earn a uh, monster bonus award at the end of every ball they play based on some things that they have to do on the play field my question is, what is the maximum monster bonus value a player can collect on a given ball? It is tough at the final round Pinberg challenge. Holy cow. Cyclops. It's such a good game, but I wouldn't have it. It is a great. I have a clarifying question to ask of whether this um, includes bonus multipliers or not. I assumed it did. If it doesn't, it I need to change my answer. Let's assume it does. It's the maximum bonus you can get. 
You guys good? Or Bowen, you writing it down? I'm writing a different number down, man. <laughs> oh. Last minute, last second change. Phil? Here we go. Are we good, good, good? Okay. Here we go. Bowen had 900,000. Phil Birnbaum, 345,000. Would you believe the actual answer is 4.2 million points? I would believe that. <laughs> and don't anybody challenge it. <laughs> don't question it. <laughs> I tried to double there. <laughs> so, Bowen, that makes you the B finalist champion. Congratulations. A trophy coming your way from Ulick Store. Thanks for running this. Bowen, congratulations. You say thanks for us running this? This is like nothing compared to what you guys do at Pinburg. So, our pleasure to give back to the players involved, and hopefully the listeners as well. And, uh, hey, you're looking forward to 2021, right? I uh, can, can blame this lucky shirt that Brian suggested I wear after kicking ass before into the Replay FX official T-shirt. And uh, hopefully that'll, that'll bring it home for Brian. And I'm happy to take third place behind Brian and Matthew, who are going to play off for the championship. Trophy coming your way, the B Championship. Uh, and Phil, you're not going away empty-handed as well. We are giving you, we have got a Pinberg 2020 t-shirt from ReplayFX coming to you as well. All right. It is a collector's item and it's a way of showing support to Replay Foundation, which, you know, that's their biggest fundraiser. So we wanted to give back and Marty and I uh, bought some swag and uh, you're getting a shirt. Okay, buddy? Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Thank you, Phil. Uh, we're going to get to the A-finals now, the big stage. Our finalist, Matthew Richardson. He's shocked the world. Who is this guy? Oh, I don't know. He just knocked off Colin McAlpine in the first round. Also beat Lauren Gray and Stephen Haberman. Got past Bowen and Corey and Eric in the semis to make it here to the finals. You're so close. Can you taste it, Matthew? I can. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> through, through the Skype call, obviously. <laughs> Socially distant. <laughs> Brian Dye, you just saw what your fellow volunteer, Bowen Cairns, did in the B Finals. Can you take it home for the A Finals Championship? I sure hope so, but I do have to say, Matthew looks quite a bit younger than myself, and seeing him uh, display such knowledge... Uh, about the game and the history of the game gives me a lot of faith in the future of the hobby. So however this falls, I'm really, really stoked to uh, to see such a young gun here in the A finals with myself. But I'm going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew from Medford, New Jersey, representing the South Jersey Pinball League. And Brian Dye from the Pittsburgh Pinball League. And you've played in five Pinbergs. You've TD'd three. Someone's going to be the champion. Let's get to it, Marty. Got to have this game in the finals. It's a high-hand question for the final round Pinberg Challenge. Okay, guys, you know that wire form switch. You know, think of inlanes. It goes over the wire. It presses down. A switch is registered. How many of those wire form switches are there on high-hand? You have five seconds. Three, two, one. Let's see your answer. Brian Dye has four. Young Matthew Richardson has six. Bowen, who's watching, <laughs> he has eight as he's watching in chat. Well, if Brian and Matthew could only add their numbers, there are actually 10 on high hand. Who says it's a game of nothing? 10 wireform switches? So that means 
Matthew gets the point here. There are 10. I looked and I was like, holy shit, there's 10 of those things. There's two on each side, mid-top. There's two on the top, in-lanes up top. And then there's the four in-lane, out-lanes. 10. We have an audio question for the finals. Look, if you want to be the final round Pinberg Challenge champ, you got to beat the champ. The multi-champ. We're talking about Keith Elwin. Here's your question. What game did Steve Kirk design for the company Pinstar? Three seconds, two, and one. Matthew didn't have an answer. Brian didn't have an answer. Bowen kicking himself for not making the A-finals because he knew the answer. Gamatron. Gamatron was the answer. Okay. So it's going to come down to the final question. So right now, Matthew has one point. Brian has no points. If you can guess this within 25 points, you will get two points. The closest person to it will get one point. So there's an option to get three points here. Understand? Two points if you're within 25. One point for the closest person. Marty, what is the final question for the final round? Pinberg Challenge. Okay, you have to have been listening over the years for this one. How many episodes combined are there of Head to Head Pinball Podcast, Pinball Profile, and the final round pinball podcast. How many combined episodes in total? Congratulations, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of these guys, so it's you won. You probably have a better guess than me. <laughs> wow. Ouch. All right, let's see the answers. Matthew, what'd you have? 125. Brian Dye had 311. Bowen playing at home had 381 combined episodes of Head-to-Head Pinball, Pinball Profile, and the final round. Marty, what's the correct answer? The correct answer is 398. Oh! Brian, you're still alive! <laughs> oh. See, he, he, he teased me there for my snark comment. Well played. Well played, Aussie. Matthew, you've got some listening to do. You may know your pinball, but uh, there's some good pinball podcasts out there. Let me just tell you that. I do need to uh, start listening more. (laughs) I love that we made that a trivia question. (laughs) I thought this was like EM, modern, solid state. (laughs) This is miscellaneous. This is pinball. Are you kidding? There is nothing more important (laughs) than the gift of our gab. Know your pinball. Okay, we do have one more question. It is the tiebreaker question. What was the first pinball machine to get a dot matrix display? Was it A, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Was it B, Bride of Pinbot? Was it C, Checkpoint? Or was it D, Gilligan's Island? Let's see your answers. They both had it correct. It was Checkpoint from Dad East. Another tiebreaker. Another tiebreaker. God. Okay, here we go. All right, rock, paper, scissors, dude. Let's get this done. Tiebreaker question. Three seconds. What year did Checkpoint come out? Mm. Closest to it. Underbeats over. Let's go. Matthew has 91. Brian has 92. One of you is correct. And one of you will be the final round pinball challenge winner. The other will be the runner-up. If the winner cannot accept their duties, they will... (laughs) (laughs) The year was 1990! 
one matthew richardson <laughs> congratulations you are the final round pinberg challenge champ making jersey proud you know steve bowden left that you needed to fill the void it's you i've been i've been trying brian no shame in second place we have lovely parting gifts for you as well i hope you guys both had fun i had a lot of fun it was a lot of fun congratulations matthew and uh yeah great job man thank you very much you're welcome appreciate it uh thanks for doing this guys this is a ton of fun excellent well your name is going on that big banner virtual (laughs) (laughs) it's virtually going on the banner (laughs) that's a good way of putting it it's been a lot of fun uh you know it's not easy to do on skype and a little bit of headaches and we thank you for some of the delays and all 32 players that came on you know we said if we're gonna miss the biggest pinball tournament in the world damn it we're gonna give the biggest pinball trivia tournament in the world in honor of something that means so much to all of us and that wonderful replay fx organization which you can help to go to replayfx.org uh check things out there maybe you can support them too because we want this to continue we want pinberg to continue to everybody that helps out thank you very much and we hope you had fun thank you brian thank you matthew thank you thank you thank you guys well done it's an honor to uh join josh sharp in the second place hall of fame club (laughs) wow congratulations matthew out of nowhere who saw that coming interesting i i'm not sure we all thought it was coming because you kind of look at Matthew and you go, oh, well, you know, probably a, a younger person isn't necessarily going to have all the knowledge of the older machines, but still absolutely freaking nailed it. Well done. By the way, we had the questions all laid out. We knew what the groups were in advance. So our questions in groups one through eight were kind of, we made sure that there weren't any big advantages for the people that were in the groups. But when it came time for the semifinals and the finals, those were already pre-established no matter who got in because we didn't know who was going to get in. Correct. It was so much fun. I mean, I think everybody had a good time and we've got some good feedback since then. What do you say? We do it again? Take your time. Um, Say no. Yeah, I would say maybe in 12 months' time. Let's do it for, for Pinberg next year on the proviso that Pinberg doesn't happen. If Pinberg's on, maybe we won't do it. Maybe not. But you know what? It was something, you know, there's ICR, which I've done, Marty, which you lied and said you were going to do. You haven't even done it yet. No, that's not lying. I said I was going to do it and I, I wasn't lying oh. about it. I just haven't done it. So, I don't know. People, challenge Marty Robbins. He's got Lord of the Rings might work it might not he's got star trek he's got jurassic park ellie and he's got wizard of oz hit the man up will you send me a challenge email us at finalroundpinball at gmail.com issue me a challenge i will accept the challenge i'm just not going to challenge people he's one of those guys everybody (laughs) that's it uh but i do put a mask on when i go out so i'm also one of those guys that is the best thing you can do and to those um do I want to say assholes? <laughs> Idiots? Morons? Selfish people, I would say. The people that think it's political, it's not. No. It's science. And it's how we're going to have real pinball tournaments again. And it's how we're going to stay healthy. I know in Australia, you've had a, a bit of a, not scare there, but things have tightened up a little bit, haven't they? So it was always about the second wave. They were like, you know what? If you just keep being sensible and and behaving you won't get a second wave we are now in the middle of a second wave that is as bad as the first wave so we are now back in lockdown absolute 
lockdown. And not, not all of Australia, just the state of Victoria that I'm in and not even all of it. Melbourne metro and surrounding areas, we are all in in lockdown. So any thought of, you know, going back and playing pinball and having tournaments? Mm-mm, not going to happen. But we will be here to provide pinball content excitement. We'll bring on great guests. Yeah. Dozen shows in the books right now. And uh, it's been fun. I enjoy hearing you back on air, Marty. It's uh, the reason I wanted to do this show. And uh, hope you're enjoying it as well, listening. Yeah. And Jeff, what have you been up to the last fortnight? What the hell? (laughs) You know I don't care. And since you're editing, we'll never know. Well, here's what I... (laughs) So that was fun. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, you son of a gun. All right, Marty. All right. Uh, We're off until July 22nd. This show was uh, supposed to air on the 15th. You got it a few days early. And uh, we'll be back with another great guest and... uh, Maybe some surprises, too. I do know of some competitions going on, and we might just be covering that. Uh, You don't even know about that, Marty, do you? No, I don't, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's not in my continent, and it's not in your continent. What? Mm, What? Click here. You'll be surprised. (laughs) Cliffhanger. All right, that's it. I'm Jeff Teolis. I'm Martin Robbins. Happy Pinberg, everyone. Stay safe. Wear a mask.